Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Twin Cities, it's time for Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, this is going to be a good one. Uh, Deb Axness is with us. Uh, Deborah is the owner, proprietor of Webs by Deb. I love that name. Deb, welcome. Good morning, John. Thank you very much for having me on the Business Radio X this morning. I'm uh, My name is Deborah Axness, and I am the founder and CEO of WebsbyDeb.com, providing outstanding website and marketing services to small and micro businesses and organizations. So every company, nonprofit organization, school, and community needs a website these days, and everybody wants to be first in Google search rankings. My websites look great and have the ability to be found in Google searches, and I also provide a social media presence and framework if that's what uh, your, your company needs. And remember that digital marketing and a website have become the yellow pages of the 21st century. Yeah, for sure. Um, wow, lots there to pa- unpack, uh, Deb. And again, I love your name. Uh, the The name of your company is so clever. Um, um, but let's talk a little bit, before we get into some of the specifics of what you do currently, let's talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. And some of that involves a sailboat in the Caribbean. That's why I want to get to that. That's pretty exciting stuff. (laughs) Yes. And it's true after uh, quite a long career, a couple of decades in information technology, computer programming, design, uh, architecture work with some notable companies I decided to put that all on hold and uh, buy a sailboat and uh, spent 15 years living aboard a sailboat and uh, setting sail from Duluth, Minnesota in 2000 and finally just sold the boat down in Aruba um, a couple of years ago. It was quite an adventure. Wow. Wow. What, what, tell me what you learned from that adventure that influences you today? Well, I don't know if I would have the uh, get up and go to start a new company without being aboard a sailboat and having to fix anything that's that breaks and being in foreign, foreign countries and having to learn the lay of the land and, uh, spending a lot of time outside the United States uh, just really um, gave me a lot of self-confidence and the can-do attitude that I've always had. It just bolstered that. Yeah, and I guess it's interesting that that, uh, what you mentioned there, there's definitely a metaphor that applies to businesses. When you have your own business, if it breaks, you're in charge of fixing it, right? That's right. That's right. And um, I had had the idea for this company and the name came to me several years ago. So I went out and bought the domain name Mm websbydeb.com and 
thought eh, someday that I might do that. And it was the pandemic that gave me the push to say, okay, you're ready for this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you've got this fascinating background in programming and software architecture and project management. Um, why websites? Why did you decide to, when, when you sold that sailboat and got into your own business, why, why websites? Well, at the time, um, it was really serendipity at work. Uh, an acquaintance of mine was just talking to me at a good old-fashioned Minnesota potluck one day, and I was looking for a position to get back in. And he said, huh, well, Deb, you're looking for a job. What do you do? So I talked to him, and he ended up needing somebody to do his website. And um, down at the Medical University of South Carolina, I had first dabbled in uh, websites and web pages, uh, putting up a page for them. But uh, I hadn't learned everything that I needed to. And at the time in 2016, it was, huh, well, how tough can that be? I can learn how to do websites. Uh, design and and create websites and I've been learning the technical side ever since mm -hmm. and since the pandemic I've been learning the business side with small business essentials and everything that I need to um, uh, promote and put the framework for my own company in place uh, so Deb talk about the pandemic talk about not what how that's just how that's affected you, but I'm just curious about what you've learned from businesses in terms of them trying to reach their clients, their potential customers, um, and, and maybe what kind of refresh they need on their website. Well, it's interesting because I, along with almost every other business um, around the world, when the pandemic hit, it was time to pivot and regroup. Um, I had the position with a local St. Paul plumbing company and um, doing their website and their digital marketing. And uh, they laid off all of their office and shop staff to regroup. So I uh, decided, huh, well, this is must be the time to launch webs by Deb. And I have, I really enjoy talking to solo entrepreneurs and small business owners about how their businesses have changed. Everything has gone online to an even greater extent during the pandemic. I don't think there's anyone that hasn't heard about Zoom and the importance of instead of going to go visit an office, we zoom into all of this, and that has just pushed everybody's emphasis onto the internet world. So having a website is even more important than it was pre-pandemic, I believe. Is, is it just me, or is there um, – it's hard for me to believe there, there are businesses that don't have a website. I mean, is, do you find a lot of businesses that don't have a website now? Not, excuse me, not a lot of businesses that just don't have a website at all. I am finding them. They try to make do with a business page on Facebook, and they haven't actually bought their own domain name and put up their website. Mm. What's more common is I find websites that are stale and out of date, 
Um, <clears throat> I just put a quote in for a company, <clears throat> excuse me, that whose, whose website had not been touched for 13 years. Oh, wow. And it was uh, static and stale and out of date and insecure and really needed to um, be brought brought up to 2022. Wow. Um, Deborah Axness is with us, folks, and she is the owner of Webs by Deb. Um, so you mentioned a couple of things there that I wanted to uh, drill down into another level on. You mentioned insecure. Why is it important to make sure that the security of your website is up to date? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you can hardly look at the news cycle without seeing a website or customer information that has been hacked or hijacked for ransom by black web groups. And um, almost every week we hear about these news stories about the website's being hacked. Maybe it's just a prank and they want to change something and um, highlight that I can get in there and do that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's customers' information, their private and banking information that is at risk. And it puts a black mark on your own company if you're not protecting customer information. So no website is too small or obscure to hide from notice by these nefarious groups. So even if it is just a prank, um, you need to have a really good firewall. And every website that I touch, I whether I'm creating a new one or remaking it or um, just doing some updates and maintenance, I put on a very world-class, robust firewall on all of the websites that I touch. And I'm glad you um, mentioned the size of the business because what I hear sometimes from business owners is, oh, I'm too small to uh, for the hackers to worry about me, right? Um, you know, it's the big companies that that happens to. That's really not true. Um, right now, it seems that the smaller communities, cities and towns are being hacked into their websites. Um, when I first put up my own website, before I started promoting it with what we call search engine optimization so that it could be ranked, it was found by groups in um, Russia, the Ukraine, and China. And I was shocked that this, before any kind of promotion, that a tiny little website that I had just put up was found by these groups and wow. the firewall that I had put in place, found that and bounced them out. Uh, folks, I hope you're listening. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Deborah Axness is with us, uh, webs by Deb. Um, so how often if I'm a business and I assume it depends on the kind of business I am, how often should I refresh my website? Well, one of the um, services that I offer is monthly maintenance. And at the minimum, it should be looked at by an ex expert or someone who knows what they're doing monthly. Mm -hmm. The internet changes all around us. Um, and the you can um, hardly open your computer without something wanting an update. Your phone all wants the apps to be updated, and a website is no different. Everything that is put together to put that 
page up on the internet, those tools are all go through going through it regular updating. And I also just wanted to briefly mention the importance of um, SSL, the secure socket layer protection. You can see that if you go to a website by the padlock up at the top of the address bar. Mm -hmm. And these days, if you don't have, a couple of years ago, Google will penalize websites that do not have SSL protection by placing them further down on search results. So it's essential to have this protection. Now, is this, uh, and I'm just a layperson, I know nothing about this, uh, Deborah, but is this where like you go to a, a web, maybe you type in a URL and then all of a sudden you get a screen that says this website is not secure? Is that is that That's what, what I'm talking about. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I might be, and uh Everyone has probably heard of cookies. Everybody that is is tracking these days, mm-hmm. so they're going to know. Oh, we've got we've got a target here. They don't have SSL protection, mm. so it's it's uh, very important to have all of these things in place. Gotcha. Now let's let's talk about just the branding piece of it. I mean, and I guess what I'm looking for is just how often. You mentioned uh, someone that had a 13-year-old website. I, I can imagine that all the the design, the colors, and everything were just way, way off. Um, that's an extreme. But how often should I overhaul my website in terms of just the look of it? That's a very good question, and it will depend on the industry. Um, mm-hmm. There are uh, companies that want a retro look. Um, my local co- plumbing company, who is still has become one of my clients now, um, really prefers that parchment background and kind of a more retro look. Mm-hmm. So it really is up to the client what they want, and I can suggest. Uh, more eye-catching um, video clips, for instance, or uh, image gallery, something that uh, is clickable to another part of the website. Uh, there's a lot to keep in mind uh, about how best to reach the clients that you want to when you're creating a website. Gotcha. So, Deb, let's talk a little bit about platform now wordpress is kind of the established established leader i guess that maybe still there's a lot of other do-it-yourself models out there that people uh get enticed by why come to you as opposed to the do-it-yourself uh apparatus that's out there well, uh, that's interesting because there have been a couple of organizations that I have steered towards uh, the do-it-yourself, Wix and Squarespace and other do-it-yourself, um, simply because of their their budget, and it would work better for them than a custom-built website. So I'm not going to try to sell you anything that you really don't need or, or can't, don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want a custom-built website and you really want your own message to be out there, 
a custom built website is is great and i have chosen wordpress for my platform because of the technical network i have a vast technical network of people that are doing wordpress web design that i check in with um, almost every week people don't may not realize and this is a little bit under the hood where most people don't want to go with websites, but WordPress powers 40% of all, all websites on the internet and is a very flexible, great tool with a lot of um, uh, technical uh, backup. And that's why I've chosen that for, for my platform for website creation. Well, and that's that's actually... The one piece of that that's good to know is if I choose you, um, uh, or if I've got, if I've got someone else that's developed my website on a WordPress platform, and I decide to come to you, then you know that you know the WordPress platform. It's easy for you to work with that right off the bat. So, absolutely, mm-hmm. and even if uh, you don't have. A website. You may not even know how your website was created. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my recent clients was a network opportunity from my business mentor. And she just suggested to me that uh, you two should meet. She was a graphic, she's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And her website was six years out of date. And mm. so the, immediately I looked under the hood a little bit, gave her some consulting and said, and finally, after mulling it over for a month, she says, you're right. I want a brand new website and I want you to do it. Um, So there's a lot of other platforms out there. I can look at any of these websites and I have tools to see where things are stale, where they're insecure, and um, I can read the code and and uh, really put an expert eye and an honest appraisal of your website. Great work, folks, from Deborah Axness. Uh, Deborah is the owner of Webs by Deb. So, um, Deb, I would love it if you could share maybe a success story, someone that you've worked with that um, you don't have to mention names, of course, but um, someone that you've worked with that you're, uh, particularly proud of the results that you delivered for them. Well, a couple come to mind. This graphic designer that I just finished a website for, and another client I really, really loved working with is a photographer in Minnesota. And again, his website was out of date, and he realized when you see copyright 2019 at the a footer of a website, you know, it hasn't been touched for at least two years. Mm. And um, this photographer had just stunning, stunning work and video drone footage clips. And he, um, I did some consulting on his existing website and did a makeover of it and just published that just prior to Christmas and um, this holiday season, and he is just, uh, he thinks it's outstanding. Now he's being promoted, his work is being showcased, and he's ranking much higher on Google search rankings. And interestingly enough, he would like to go into commercial architecture photography. 
and will wants a new website later on this year so he knows where he's going to come to create that new website webs by deb that uh, that's awesome that's awesome um so deb let's say that i i've someone listening to this interview uh wants to be in touch um and we'll get to your contact information in just a second here but how does the initial conversation go how do, what's it what what do you uh i guess want to talk about with a potential client to to figure out uh where you need to go with their website how does that conversation unfold well um initially whether i'm contacted by email or through other networking opportunities i set up a zoom call and get to know um, what does what does your company or organization do and who comes to you for what they want who are your clients and customers and um, I try to get into that um, I will have already looked at their existing website and gone under the hood a little bit to see where the gaps are and what needs to be done. And I just really want to find out about them. What drives them? What's their passion for their company or their organization? Um, I just took on a nonprofit organization, and I'm going to be putting up a website for a Minnesota nonprofit, which I'm very pleased to be doing. So it's not just commercial uh, uh, organizations that need websites. It's the uh, nonprofits, the NGOs, and other community organizations. Terrific. Deborah Axness has been with us, folks. Webs by Deb is the name of her company. Uh, Deb, this has been awesome. And uh, I can't imagine there not some folks that uh, want to get in touch with you after hearing this interview. So let's direct them properly. How can they be in touch with you? Well, first place to go is my own website, websbydeb.com. I have a contact page there, which is one way you can get in touch with me. You can drop me an email, and I am just at deb at websbydeb.com. And I uh, promise to get back to you, and we'll set up a, a time for a Zoom or a phone conversation, and I'll find out more about your small or micro business or your organization. That's awesome. Uh, Deb Axness, folks, Webs by Deb. Uh, Deb, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, John. I'm really, really happy to be talking about this and uh, doing, doing this show. Thank you. Keep up the great work you're doing. Hey, folks, just a uh, quick reminder. Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio is the search term you can use to find the show on your favorite podcast app and subscribe if you're not already subscribed, and please share the show. Now, this is not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests, uh, entrepreneurs like Deb, who do great work in their business and deserve to be found, and we celebrate their work here on this show. That's what it's all about. So. If you could share the show and tell others about it, we would greatly appreciate it because it helps them to be found. That's what it's all about for us here at Business Radio X. So for my guest, Deborah Axness, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Minneapolis-St. Paul 
Business Radio.